Hey guys, we're back with Just Winging It. Um, I don't even remember what episode this is, but I have some special guests today. Introduce yourself. My name... No, let me stop. My name is Shabante. I am a friend of Idia. My name is A.B. Mac <laughs> Abdul. I'm the boyfriend of the love, the idiot. What's up, what's up? Okay, so we're going to get this started. So on tonight's episode, we are going to be talking about culture vultures. <laughs> and what we feel about culture vultures. I don't know if you guys know what culture vultures are. Do you know what a culture vulture is? I'm a little out of the loop, so you I, might have to explain it I think me. it's like the same thing as, uh, what do they call it, appropriation now? You got Kinda, a lot of buzzwords yeah. crawling around nowadays. Is it like stealing someone else or harping off of somebody else's culture okay. and like using it. it that's not your own? So do you think they are do you think they are culture vultures or are they just excited to be about a, a part of the culture since it's kind of popping right now? So what I'll say, because people have asked me this question before, is that I think everybody's a culture vulture. Mm. And I think, you know, to some degree, as long as you're respecting somebody's culture and not mocking it. Then it's not mm-hmm. an issue. I think people should just do what the hell they want to do. You know, we're in a world where we have a lot of diversity. We have a lot of different walks of life. We are exposed to a lot of different things, mm-hmm. and to call anyone a culture vulture is kind of ignorant and and um, I wanna, limiting. I want to ask you a question about this lady. I'm trying to pull her name up. Remember Rachel Dolezal. Yes. <laughs> anyway, she changed her name. Poor girl. She feeling in her heart though. She feel it in her heart. She really. Somebody did. said like she mixed the wrong names, right? Yo. Like she mixed the Igbo name and a Igbo name. Igbo. You know <laughs> what I mean? She's mad. She's not African. So her name is. She is. You ready? She's from the Caucasus Mountains. But that's what I'm trying to say. So her name is Nkechi Amare Diallo. So she's like Nigerian. A little bit of her thing. A little bit of or something. I, I mean, I, I understand. Yes, she wants to... I feel like people who are culture vultures don't really have a culture and they're trying to find something to like stick on. But, but it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel organic. Yeah, but it's also flattering, though. It is flattering. To me. Yeah, for me, who is who's Nigerian, a lot of times people do want to be a part of the culture and, and that's fine. Just as, just as long as they're not disrespecting it. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the music nowadays is... You hear a lot of Nigerian music now. That's and true. In the back clubs. In the day, Never heard back it. In the, back in the day when we was younger, African booty scratcher, all this mm-hmm. stuff, like, trying mm-hmm. to, like, make fun of Africans, Nigerians mm-hmm. and stuff. But now... Everybody want to be down everybody with the Kente. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I'll take it, though. <laughs> I don't really know how I feel about it, though. Like, I'm kind of torn. Like, I feel like it, people are only embracing the culture... Because it's more, it's convenient for them because of the whole, you know, like this Afro punk scene and Black Lives Matter and the stay woke. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't, I don't find it to be genuine. The shit feels forced to me. I think, I think there is a genuineness in it though. It may not start from somewhere genuine. I feel like people latch on to what's cool, but they still make decisions on what they think is cool. Like, if I see a bunch of people wearing Chinese slippers, I'm going to wear it because everybody else is wearing right. it. But there comes a time when the shit is not cool anymore. Okay. Can I curse? Yeah. When it's not cool anymore and like I'm not going to go that way. I'm going to hmm. branch out and wear something else because this is not cool anymore. So while it is a trendy thing, I don't mm-hmm. I don't feel like this is something that's going to be all right. It's cool today. It's not cool tomorrow. I think okay. it's more that people are becoming more tolerant and accepting of things that are not like them. And I think this is a time specifically when people are becoming more open to different black, different blacks from the diaspora. How do you feel about white people capitalizing off of the African culture? Because I think that's a slap in the face. African-American in general. Well, yeah, African-American and and African culture. Like, even with the whole do-rag, I think it was Balenciaga who came out with a $450 do-rag or... um, What's this fucking? Uh, I forgot. It was a Brandon Sachs. There was a there was like this Ankara that I had that I paid like twenty dollars for in Nigeria, and then I go into Sachs and I see the same like photocopied printed print for thirteen hundred dollars. 
And it was a white person. Mm-hmm. Had no kind of black... She was like a white woman, like a white designer. But here's the well, thing, Well, I mean, they've been we doing that for... Yeah, we can't really blame whites for that, though. Because here's the thing. Who's going to buy it? Exactly. Like, we're Still, the, they uh, buying we're, it, though. They no, 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 buying no, no. it, but too. But we're, we're the minority, but we control, like, the economy. Like, we buy everything. Mm. Not saying that we should. Like, there's things that come out that are, are expensive things that we can't even afford. Mm-hmm. And we go out of our way to purchase it. So it's partially the white man's fault, but again, it's out for more because we're the person that's spending our money, wasting our money on all these things when we don't even need them. Mm. Like we need to, we need to say, and this and this started with the whole Black Lives Movement. We was like, you know what? We're gonna stop buying from these certain places, you know, and we're gonna hold our money to ourselves. We're gonna we're gonna invest and put money into black owned black businesses and things mm-hmm. like that. So that's our fault. Yeah. To be honest. But then I think I was talking on the last my, uh, on the last episode that. Black people really, they don't like supporting black people, though. And when not, they go to these black businesses, they're always downing it. This like, wasn't done right. Yeah. Um, this took too long. Yeah. This cost cheaper hair. It's always an excuse. Yeah. But for me, um, I think everybody has a seat at the table of capitalism. And mm. you have to decide to take that seat. So, unfortunately, since the beginning of America, since before the beginning of America, mm-hmm. since just the world... You have Europeans that go all over the place and steal all kinds of things and bring it back to where they're from and sell it. And it's mm-hmm. not to say that we can't do the same thing, but we kind of just sit back and, and get upset that other people are yep. doing it. We we mm-hmm. have the option to get in and get the money too. Like we have the option to go to Africa and bring these things back to America and make money off of the things that we do before somebody else does. You have people here now bringing this whole concept of cutting split ends off by burning hair mm. with the lighter that's mm. African you do African hair braid and you go to Africa they charge like $15 to right. do a head yep. of box braids you bring it here you're charging like $150 yeah. $200 to do braids so you really have to like capitalize and take advantage of the things that you have yourself before mm-hmm. somebody else rapes it and calls it their own yeah, yeah. and we don't do that we don't we don't we don't look and say what can we do what can we provide what can we make profit off of and how mm-hmm. can we get this started we we just work for people and so because we're spending all this time working for people instead of creating our own business and selling the simple things like it's so many things that we do that are so simple that we take for granted every day that we can make so much money off of and it's really not a matter of why are you stealing this from me? Why are you doing that? What y'all doing in Europe? And how can I bring that here? And how can I make money off of what you're doing? Like, it's just a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. And I think because we focus so much on, but this is mine, the world, like, we have to have more of a cosmopolitan look on things. Like, mm-hmm. everything is ours. Right. Everything is ours. Like, everything is available to us. We can buy a plane ticket. We can go to Rome. We can go to Morocco. We can go to... Anywhere in this world and mm. come back home and make a decision to like sell these things or bring this idea here and make money off of it. But you know what the thing is with that? People are afraid of failure. That's the biggest thing. Like I would say that's why a lot of like more so African Americans, like we don't we don't step out of our comfort zone. Because everything is taking an L. Right, right. Like we're afraid to to lose the game. But again, if you want to be successful, sometimes you have to lose. You it's know, risk. you have exactly mm. bigger risk, bigger reward. Yep. And that's the thing. A lot of times we're comfortable making mediocre money or whatever it is. And we say, you mm-hmm. know what? I'm just going to be comfortable being stagnant. And that's the worst thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to challenge yourself. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of times African-Americans more so than any other race, we're, we like being comfortable and we don't like stepping yeah. out of our comfort zone. It's but like, you I'm know have a too? job, get a pension, and die. Right, right. But you really got to <laughs> right. say African-American because, you know, it goes so much deeper than, like, yeah. what we like consciously do like a lot of this stuff was built into us too like we were broken down for a lot of centuries and like our self-esteem has been completely depleted definitely but you go other places and having your own business is comfortable because that's what they do you're vending on the street every day like Like, that is a comfortable thing so it's not necessarily like african people black people it's enough it's a black american thing like and that is to be like like you have to you have to you have to attribute that to like a lot of the shit that we've been like mentally taught Mm -hmm. and that's not an easy thing to break it's not an easy thing to break but didn't you just say something about the new black there's a whole new thing a new new black black. it's a lot of new black and opening businesses is a part of that yeah and i think you know eventually in a few years because you know everything is gentrifying now Mm -hmm. but um some a lot of the things that are opening are black owned businesses too yeah and so I think 
we're kind of breaking out of the cycle slowly, mm-hmm. very slowly. Speaking but, of gentrification, um, I went to this young homeowners thing uh, a while ago. My my friend had, and he kind of broke down gentrification to me because I I mean I I knew what gentrification was, but then he really really broke it down to me. He's like, if you live on like uh, in the stock right, like on Macon, mm-hmm. and there's like thirty houses, and then I guess thirty people rent right, and then you have a white person who buys. You can't really call it what he said. I think you can't call it gentrification because the black people on the block were not owners. You cannot claim something that you don't own. Mm-hmm. You're just leasing it to, mm-hmm. to, in in the sense. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? Well, because now that I have the real definition, so of, then let me say. So then let me not say gentrification itself. Yeah. Let me say the effects of gentrification because mm-hmm. while. While people do not own and it is not necessarily something that is being taken from you because you don't own, own it, it, yeah, it is being your your where you live will be taken from you. Like mm-hmm. where you're leasing, your lease will be taken from you because you will no longer be able to afford it. Mm-hmm. So whether you own the place or rent the place, once people come in that buy the place and raise the rent of that place, mm-hmm. you are no longer going to be able to live there, and the faces of that neighborhood will change. So the effects mm-hmm. of gentrification. Okay. Are what will affect that yeah. for me? But regarding like the new black, it's just damn woke. I'm using my bunny fingers, stay, by the way. Stay woke. <laughs> that's that. That's damn the next woke. topic. Stay, I'm, I'm, stay I'm, woke. I'm hearing a lot of new terminology. <laughs> Cause Whoa. he lives in the rock. <laughs> you never heard stay woke? Never. Wow. <laughs> never. Man, anyway, we're going to about stay woke. You're gonna kind of get into it. So. All right. How do you feel about Stay Woke Movement? Because I have my own opinion about it. Um, are they doing yeah, it solely for the gram? Or like they really doing it for the movement? Because I feel like a oh, lot everything of people... Oh, everything is for the gram. Everything yeah, is for yeah. the gram. Everything, everything is yeah, for, the for the gram. Everything is for social media. Yeah. You know? Like, I should I post this for social media? You know? Yeah. Like, at this point, another thing that we've been programmed to do. You do something cool, you post it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just... Is just second nature now. Like everything is for the gram. Everything, and before the gram, people do stuff to stunt. People do mm-hmm. stuff so people could see it. People get dressed up and go out so people could see. Not everybody. That's but, not, but, not so, everybody. But wait, but, but, not everybody. But, but someone everybody. like you who doesn't have social media, like how do you feel about? But you the consciously whole... make that decision. Yeah. Not to do you dress up to stunt? Like you. It's you, not. A, you it's not even see. about stunting though. Like when you when you when you dress good, you feel, feel good. good. You look good. All that thing mm-hmm. like goes hand in hand. So. Yeah, part of it is like, oh, you want to be seen, like, oh, you look good, but more of it is for yourself. Now, as far as like posting online and things like that, mm-hmm. I was never really into that because I feel like people use way too much energy to do too that. Too much like, energy. They got they go out of their way to say, yo, let me do this so I can put on a grand. Right. Like no, if, girls, if yes. girls if don't even wear is, an outfit that they posted on like, a grand. Like, when it got to that, that I had to stop natural, I needed to save my outfit. If it's natural, like <laughs> let's say something natural is happening and yeah. you decide to take a picture and you're like, oh, why not put this on a grand? Fine. Yeah. But when you're really going out your way to say, yo, I got to do this shit for the grand. It's bad. Yeah, like that's I mean, let me take this for Snapchat. that's corny. Let me snap that. It's so bad. It's so bad. Because now, now, all it is is that you have reverted to putting everything your whole life on social media and but that's the worst thing you can do not their whole life or it looks they like their whole life they put the good stuff okay okay, okay they don't okay. put when you they just fail said, you said it earlier when that's we were having the conversation they don't put the failures they don't put the shortcomings they don't put the embarrassments they don't put that on yeah and it's just not real. Like it's just not real. And yeah. like you said, it's such a waste of time. Like but some, some people be, do put the bad stuff on there. Yeah, some when people they, do yeah. when they're emotional. Oh my god! But they still don't put the things when they're emotional about what someone else did to them. To them yeah. People don't put the when they messed up. They don't. People That's do not fact. put the things like all right. People don't even accept most of the time the things that they do wrong and like say I messed up. Mm-hmm. My fault. Most people mm-hmm. and. Like I said, like what? Well, you said your name at A B what? Oh, just call me alias. So, um, you could be using that time to create a business. Yeah. Like it just got too much for me. Like I literally used to open, unlock my phone, and go straight to Instagram. 
Mm-hmm. Like, after I deleted the app, I must have went to the space 20 times before I was like, okay, you deleted it. Damn. It's time to stop. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. really addictive because and it's really sad. Yeah, you're conditioned. You're conditioned for it. You and know you know spend I mean? hours on it. You yeah. sit on the toilet. You're on Instagram. You go right. on the, like, you just And it's like, you can scroll it. but so much and see the same thing. Right. But that's the thing about uh, social media, though, too. Like, social media, I would say, like, it does have, like, Help a lot you of if you positives. have a business. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, and even, even if it's not about, like, business or making money, there are things that are, like, inspired. And that's that's cool. But the moment that you are doing it every second, that's getting out of hand. Use it for positive things. Let's yeah. not use it for negative. And a lot of times we use it for negative things. Like, oh, I'm gonna post up a hundred racks on on IG. <laughs> and then get lined up I just, and, be, right, and then right, wonder right, why. Right, 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 right. Like yeah. Like that's why that's why we want IG to make it look like I got money. Nah, mm-hmm. if you really got money, nobody have to know that. If you, exactly. Nobody has to know that. Exactly. I'm gonna walk down a block. You're not gonna know that I got a hundred racks, and I'm fine with that. I don't want you to know I got a hundred racks. Mm-hmm. But then another thing with it is that, like we were saying before, people go on there. Or like when you go out, you feel good, you look good, it's good, but it's and you do it for yourself. But mm-hmm. it's a totally different thing. You're still doing this for yourself, but now you get to get the likes and you get people to confirm it for you. You get mm. people to say, yeah, oh you God, think this yes, is cool? Girl. I think it's cool, cool too. too. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this is good. Yeah. And then it becomes this thing that like You're looking for validation. leaves You're people. Yeah, and then you like create this to-do list of yeah. things like, okay, I did this too. And you know what that what that is? That's esteem issues, to be honest. It is. I feel like people who have to be validated have esteem issues. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're grown adults. Yeah. And I want to say that whatever insecurities you have, you should be able to get rid of them on your own. That's not that easy. Mm-hmm. I'm a social worker, so I definitely well, can't say well, that. There's a lot of I'm mental health my, issues I'm, out here that right, are locked in. Right, right. I'm always telling you, like, not everyone is as strong as you. Not at all. So just because okay, you, okay. Most people, you can you can easily delete, like, it deletes like that. It doesn't mean it's going to work like that for the next man. You know what right. I mean? You know, the next and girl. I used to think the same way until I started studying and, and also coming in contact with people that really are not strong. Yeah. And like, I just used to be like, son, just why can't you do it this way? And it's like, their brain just really does not allow them to do it that way. Whatever upbringing they had does not allow them to do it that way. And like, those things are so important. What, were your, mm-hmm. what was your parenting like? What was your schooling like? What activities well, were you involved in yeah. or not involved in? Like, what did you have access to? If you didn't have access to a lot of the things that give a lot of people self-esteem, or if you did have access to things that will deter your self-esteem mm-hmm. from being great, you're not going to be great. Yeah. See, I interact with a lot of different women every day because I do makeup. And you really, like, your situation, like, because it's like therapy to them. Like, they literally spell out their hearts to you. You know what I mean? Like, you really don't know how confident someone is until you strip them down to mm-hmm. the core. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they're, and they're just, like, really self-conscious. And they're just like, how, how are you, like, how are you just so happy sure or how you so sure of yourself and I'm like these things don't happen overnight like these things happen with you know guidance from others you know like I wasn't always so strong so it's like it, it's a work in progress but these are people who are like 50 45 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Old, even 60 years old mm-hmm. who still are unsure about themselves so I'm blessed that you know I'm not like all that perfect but I'm getting there mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean but mm-hmm. these are people still fighting and to, a, to, a lot to of know themselves. Yeah. A lot of these women have probably been in relationships that have caused them to question. Yes. Question that strength. Yes. Whether it's a relationship with a friend, relationship with a family member, a relationship with their partner, mm-hmm. those are the things. As you get older, that cause you to start questioning yourself because you may have like this certainty. For instance, like myself, before I started grad school, couldn't tell me nothing about myself. Mm-hmm. I was it. You know, even if I wasn't it right now, I always knew I'm going to be it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be it. Everything's going to be good because everything I do, I excel at. Mm-hmm. Got to grad school, was not excelling at money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was excelling in school, but, like, money became this, like, whoa, this tuition stuff is, like, real. Like, yeah. I'm going to have loans when I leave. Yeah. Whoa, I have to intern and go to school and do this and do that. I, I don't have time to have a job. <laughs> what is this? What is this thing? And then, like, you're not young anymore, so it's not cute anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be broke Being anymore. Broke and cute, yeah. Anything you do... It's not cool, like, oh, you're doing this, you're supposed to. It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, you're so young, you're doing this, that's great. Nobody gives a shit. Like, you right. need to be right. doing what you're doing. And so, if you're not in certain places or you're not far ahead of most people and you're mm-hmm. used to being there, that can shake your world. Like, mm. and you have to, like, 
find that strength back. Mm-hmm. So, because last semester broke me yeah. down. Like, it was just like, it was so difficult for me because it was, you know, in a CUNY system. It's mm-hmm. like, if it's not one thing, it's another. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you register for one class and they're like, yo, like, we changed the fucking curriculum. Now you got to take two other classes. And it's just like, how, how do you guys do this? You know what I mean? And these, and this and is why CUNY mental health is free. really important. Like, these things really be fucking with people's heads. Like, it's... It's all a you system, know. though. <laughs> you, mean, took a, you took half of the... I won't go too far, but I feel like it's all a system. It's all a system yeah. that's created to keep us feeling like this, but we have to, like, prevail because... Yeah. Like I just said, CUNY used to be free. So I never knew that. All you had to worry about was going to school and getting your grades. Yeah. And yeah. now, like, CUNY, it's a city school. Like, it's yeah. not It's not a university. I mean, it is a university, but it's not, like, it's not one of these. It's not city. You know? Yeah. And so yeah. we're being charged, like, $20,000 to get, yeah. 20000 up to get mm-hmm. an education now that will get us a career. full time? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. They want. Mm-mm, I'm not about that. Life, Before, you know? I think when I first started, it was like 3,500. And then they which want you to even affordable. They want you to go to these schools where you have to pay for this stuff, and then they send mm-hmm. you to these elementary schools, junior high schools, and high schools that don't teach you how to budget money, don't teach you how to finance, mm-hmm. don't teach you how to open your own business, don't teach you how to do anything but work for other people. Yeah. They teach you how to do math, read history, all the stuff that you don't use anymore when you get older. But let me stop you, because we were having that conversation yeah, the other day. in general. No, but you remember you were talking about how, 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 how it's, I think that's like a plus. Like, there's pros and cons to, like, things being so accessible to the kids, because you're a teacher, and you said that they don't even go search for things anymore. I think it's going to be a little easier for them to manage their finances, because there's Google... There's, yeah, but that's but it's that's not. Only, it's bad to self teach. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, at only, that age. Yeah, and that's only that's only if kids are proactive, right? Like, and kids are not most proactive. Are not. Mm-hmm. Most of them are not proactive, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, because we didn't have things handed to us. Mm-hmm. Like, we really had to go out. You know, we had to go to the library. We wanted to get information. We had to go to encyclopedias. All these different things to get info. But these kids can really just go on Google or whatever it is and find something. But mm-hmm. that 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 is good in in one aspect. Mm-hmm. But the, the 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 harm in that is that again, these kids their attention span. Really like really it's really short because mm-hmm. again they have access to everything and while while they can find out all these cool things like oh you can find a scholarship here you can find a scholarship there yeah. these kids exactly. are not going to do it on their own but not only that to look for something you have to know what to look for right, and you right. typically only know what to look for after you fucked it up yep so I'm going to go on Google <laughs> to find out why I owe back on my taxes because I owe back on my taxes yep. not before I still at age 26 don't know what, what, like, what are taxes? Like, what, what do you do? Really like, important. it's insane. Yeah. And, you know, like, if you don't have parents that are teaching you this or putting yeah. you in extra courses or, like, that just don't know, you're not going to get that education. And it's such important education yeah. that how can you not teach this yeah. in my over 13 years of schooling yeah. before you send me off to college? And you know what's like, funny? As, as, a, as an educator, I feel like the biggest thing you can teach somebody is how to find information on their own. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing. Because, again, like, we were programmed from the minute we started school. Like, even going down to us learning history, we only learned one side of everything in history. That's United States point of view. We didn't learn from yeah. any other point of view ever. So, I'm thinking growing up, like, oh, this happened because of this. This happened because of that. Mm-hmm. And that's not even the case. This person is bad. Right, this person right. is good. Every, and, everything. And Christopher Columbus right, discovered right, America. Right, right, <laughs> Man. Like, and, that's, and that's what I realized. And that's what Lucky I tell a lot of my kids. Lucky for me, Joyce was my mother. So she told me that shit ain't right. real. She yeah, told me like, Abraham Lincoln did but not see, But remember we said too, though. It all depends to, on how you grew it up. Really because is half very the time, it's really not what you learn in school. It's what you learn in the home. Yeah. So like, to reinforce go back into what we were talking about, you know, knowing yourself and, you know, being, you're kind of black. It's like, I knew I was black growing up. You get what I mean? Like I didn't have to 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 prove my blackness blackness to nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like this that shit started in the home. It started in the home. And like we were saying before, like a lot of people feel like they have to prove how black they are. 
because you know? because a lot of them are trying to make up for their shortcomings. A lot of yeah. their parents were parents that ran and slapped the perm in their hair. A lot of their parents were parents that told them, don't stay out in the sun, you're going to get too dark. Mm. A lot of them are kids whose parents was telling, you know, reinforcing the things that, and now they're learning, oh, wait, it's okay to be black. Oh, it's okay for my hair to be natural. Mm-hmm. It's okay for me to tan. Like, And so it's not cool to be ignorant anymore. Yeah. And they have to relearn a whole a lot, host yeah. of things. So it's just unfortunate but I'd rather people be learning and trying out of whether it's genuine or not mm-hmm. than continuing on with the ignorance. Because yeah. at first, for me, because like I said, like growing up in my house, my mother's never been, my sister's dark skin. Most of my family is dark skin. I'm not dark, but you just wanted it's, never been, <laughs> it's never been something to me that's been, I'm better because I'm light skin. I always wanted to be darker. I always wanted to tan. Like mm-hmm. I always wanted to be out in the sun. Like my best time is in the summer when I get darker. My skin is clean. My skin is beautiful. Like I've always loved natural hair. Like everything. I've never... I've never wanted to be like a white person. I've always loved mm-hmm. fuller bodies. I've it's just always been something that I like, but I've also been around people that are ignorant as shit. Oh, he's mad black. So like mm. or she's mad black. Like that's crazy to me. My sister, I love her to death. She's dark skinned as hell. I think yeah. she's more beautiful than me. Like, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm still okay with myself. I think I'm very beautiful. Yeah. I just think that, you know, it's just a very regal thing. And so that's me though. It's a yeah. lot of people that wouldn't walk out the house without weave. It's a lot of people that, and I've never been like that. But mm-hmm. I have to understand that there are other people that are, and so now they're trying to catch up with the new wave. Yeah. But how can you really, if you still don't genuinely feel comfortable in your own skin? Man, I'm happy I grew up black. <laughs> me too. We all look the same in my house, so I ain't really. I didn't have. I didn't have no complex until I got to like junior high school. <laughs> Like damn it, you mad black, and I'm like damn, that I'm really so not that dark, but okay, like right. I guess, yeah. Right. And I've crazy. I've always found that cool. That's not like I've never used that language. Like when I was a kid, your mad black was never an insult to me. Like it's never something that I thought to use as an insult. Yeah, I, I never found okay. it to be insulting. Yeah. It always annoyed me. Who, like even who, when I was a kid, what type of kids would tell me that? Other black kids? Other black no, kids? No, they wasn't saying no, it to oh, me. Other black kids would be like, yo, you mad like, black? What? Yeah, you never heard that. Well, not to me, no. Well, yeah, you, you but you never heard it. Wow. Where? What? Wow. People oh. say that yeah, all the time, yeah. just like Haitian and African booty scratches. Well, I used yeah, the Haitian mad black. The, ha- the Haitian's a little different, though. You know, come on. We all did the Haitian jokes in high school. No, I did all the jokes. Oh, I just, sister. I just, no, I'm not saying <laughs> I didn't do the joke. Listen now. Everyone, like, when you I was a bad Haitian. little kid. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that I didn't partake in the jokes. Yeah. I'm saying that. I didn't really internalize them. I didn't really believe those things. I didn't really believe that. I didn't really believe these things because I also had good examples of a Haitian and an African. Like right, I had, right. I had, yeah. I loved the music. Like I've always right, loved all that right. stuff. And I've always, I, all, all the schools I went to were black. I didn't really have much exposure to other yeah. until I got to college, which I still only really hung out with the black kids like that, honestly. Right. So, I don't hang out with the white I'm I mean, never... Yeah. Not that I don't. I speak to them. I, I build feel like relationships with them. They just don't them. get it, though. They don't. Like, yeah. I can honestly say that I don't really build, like, very deep relationships. Like, I don't have a white home, a Caucasian no, home girl that I could call on the phone. Yeah, but that's... You want to know why, though? That's like, our choice. Because we yeah. choose not to be comfortable. But not only that, though, we, we are cooler with people who, of course, are, like, our ethnicity... Because they, they have similar, like, battles, similar um, similar cultures, everything. Mm-hmm. But we also don't live, like, in neighborhoods where... Like, I don't live in a neighborhood that has white people. Like, I, I, I hang out with people who live near me. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a given. I'm not going to go... But even me, I didn't hang out with none of the white kids on my block. You have white kids on your block? Yeah, I have white kids on Around my block. Around your age? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I don't know no, that. Um, what, we, oh, no, I'm lying. We were Around actually, no, 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 no. We did, we, they were like biracial and then we had like one and we were all friends, but they were like the one, like they were the minority they in the okay, clique. You okay. get what I mean? But it was a little different. We had to teach them like, you cannot say certain things. Like I, maybe they say that in your house, but no, you cannot <laughs> use the N word. Yeah, I gotta go, I gotta go out of my way to hang out with a white person. Why would I do yeah. that? Okay. It's so sad though, because you can learn a lot. Just like they can learn a lot. I mean, I go to school with them. Yeah, like, yeah. They live life 
different yeah. and they live life big. See, and that's the thing, though. There was a point where I was very much like, like I have some friends that are like, no, white, nothing, black, everything. Yeah. But no, like you have to be inclusive of everything. You limit yourself to learning. Yeah, that's true. You limit yourself to learning. And and while I while I am okay that I did not grow up with like a lot of white people around me, I do want that. Not only white people, Asian people, uh, Latino people, like just all kinds of people. Because I'm I'm somebody that's really interested in really encompassing everything Mm -hmm. in my life like i want to know everything like i went away recently and everybody speaks english you're in a whole nother country and all of you speak english most people speak two to three languages minimum and Mm. i'm just sitting here with my little english like i can't say (laughs) nothing else that is so limiting and while they're like what do you need to learn this language for you know english like that's the most important language to learn there's so much audacity in the english language it's like how can i really say how can i protect myself against you if you're speaking another language and i don't know what the hell is going on i don't got google by my side Cause my, cause my data plan don't cover, you know, no outside, <laughs> you know, like what I'm going to do, but what am know, I going to do? You know, the thing with that, this also goes back to like programming and not even only programming. This goes back to like our idea of what education and knowledge was growing up. Mm-hmm. Like as a kid, like my parents did a lot of things that, that would give me knowledge, but I still didn't understand like the, the power or the purpose of it. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like, Oh do this because they told you to do it or do this because you go to school or whatever it is. But as an adult, I realized like, yo, as a kid, you got to make sure that you're really open to everything Mm -hmm. because knowledge is the most powerful thing on this earth. Like if you know about everything, if you could speak a couple of different languages, all these different things make you a more powerful person. That's true. While you you think that, oh, because you got a million dollars, you're powerful. No, you're not. Yeah. Because you could be an ignorant person with a million dollars versus somebody who is a genius or who's knowledgeable mm-hmm. who doesn't have a lot to his name. He is more powerful than you. And that's the biggest thing. As it's I get kids, is. that's what I want to teach them. Knowledge is power. His yeah. worth Nothing is else. unlimited. Yeah. He can create. Right. You right. can create right. anything. Right. So while, you know, that million dollars stays a million, mm-hmm. that person can make billions, trillions because right. their brain will allow for it. Um, same thing with experiences. Like, simple things i didn't learn how to swim skate you learn how to do these things you can teach these things and make money off of them yeah. you learn another language you set you 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 up your your scale your yeah. pay scale and you like, know that's why i find it it's really important when you raise your children because mm-hmm. i thank god like i grew up in the neighborhood i grew up in because swimming was like the first thing i think i learned how to do <laughs> i can't you know no. what i mean like <laughs> because the culture was going away to camp what if I, I go into go a lake? You I know, ain't even like, go to day camp. I'm a- <laughs> See, this, but this here's the no. thing though. Here's the thing, and I don't want to be that guy to say this, but this is another thing that comes down to race. Because mm-hmm. I want to say that you're not gonna find that many white people that can't swim. Right? You not? You not? You're not. You're not. Because, and that's the thing about white people in general. Let me let me say this now. They be like they, like they white people. White people are fearless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Most again, of them. Let's not say all of them. Let me not say all of them. Let me not say all of them. But I want to say a majority, like their worries about life is like a little different from black people. Of course, and yeah, of course they have the right to. Of course, we've been oppressed. We've like we have to fight for everything. And yeah. a lot of things are handed to them. But I want to say that they walk into everything or walk into a lot of things without second guessing. You know? That's true. Like, think about all the people that you see on television when you see like National Geographic, the History Channel, all these different crazy things going on. You see white people doing them. You see white <laughs> people really, right, right. Eating crickets and also the and majority shit. though. So you're gonna yeah, come across them on that's TV true, and that's shit true, more. That's period. true. But because I do run into a lot of white people whose self esteem is just as low, low, word. real low, and they they do second guess themselves a lot. Like yeah. I would say, women like. Yes, wait, that's a, yeah. wait, they do it too much. Their looks, you like, know, they just white do girl told me? I would say white men. If I'm going to make that comment, I would this say country white is, men. was made you know, for white, you white know, men. You know what this white girl told me one time at my job? She was like, she was like, you're black. So if you gain weight, it does not look bad on you. I'm white. It goes right to my stomach, right to my love handles. And I'm just like, bitch, like, I'm a woman. We're women. Like, I gain weight. We gonna gain weight the same. Like, it doesn't matter. No, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, I, to make her feel better. But yeah, 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 she was yeah, just yeah, like, definitely. no, like, if you gain weight, it's gonna look good on you. Like, your man is still gonna like you. And I'm just like, you know, I can't, I can't afford that. And I'm but just that's, like, wow, you know, like, that's kinda crazy. It's kind of true for them. It's kind of true for them, <laughs> unfortunately. Because it's kind of the same thing, like, 
our men like long hair, long flowing hair. Most most men they you like, like light skin, long hair. Don't oh. act like you're not the boyfriend right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, ah, don't fall in the hot seat. <laughs> but like seriously, a lot of men like that, and that is something. A lot of black women do grow long flowing hair, and a lot of black women do not. Like, and then you have have black men that do not like weave. They don't want you to wear weave, but the weave wigs they help grow the real. You know, they don't want you to. They don't want to. They don't want you to wear it. But it's like you know what you want me to do. This is what God made me. As a man, I do not. I do not. Step into what a woman wants to do. Like, I don't. I don't stop. Do, I don't stop a female from doing what she wants mm-hmm. to do. To be honest, like mm-hmm. if you want to do this for the most part, like if you, as long as you're not like harming yourself, then go ahead. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna keep you from doing something. Mm-hmm. But it's so a wear, lot. Of- wear your wigs. Wear all, oh, whatever you got. So now wear. you okay? Now Miss he's saying Miss Okay. <laughs> yeah, we gonna, see. Like I can't wear the wigs, and then you be like, you call me Miss Wiggins. I'm be fucking tight. Like, <laughs> but it's a lot of men that are like. No, 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 no weave, no wig. Don't do it. Then go get a new bitch. Like the they still gonna get them anyway, but we not gonna go there anyway. <laughs> but now to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> How important are finances to you in a relationship? What do you mean? Like what my what my counterpart makes? Finances, finances period to me are extremely important. Mm-hmm. I stress myself a lot over finances. Me too. Um, rightfully so. Rightfully so. Because I will say, like, right now, I'm doing very good because of the way that I stress myself. Like, I made myself feel like a bum. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a place where it's, like, just money showers. <laughs> you know? See, but that's the thing about the finance, man. Like, it, it is good to, like, stress over money. But I realize... And you shouldn't. You and shouldn't. It, right. But... And, and this is what I've learned from white people. Mm-hmm. Like, my white coworkers, this is where I learned this from. Like, I don't want to live life only thinking about money. Like I don't want to do and that that's shit. That's how our parents it, it's, were. It's, exactly. It's we exactly. Up. And it's nothing wrong with like making sure like, yo, I have this hair, I have this hair, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna make sure I get that. Mm-hmm. But let's not like give money so much power. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing we that do. we do. Both. I used to not do that. Right. I used to do and it. I and I try not to. I try not to do it as much. You know. <laughs> and then I was broke. What, and- made, what made you change your like? What made you change that though? The fact that. I could die at any moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be trying to save all this money. I'm going to try to do this with this money. And I don't even know if tomorrow's granted, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to give this all that power. I want to make sure I'm living my life how I want to live it. And not because I need this amount of money or mm-hmm. I want this amount of money, you know? Mm-hmm. So just really live life. And I agree with that. Me and too. and I would love to get to that place. I'm just not there yeah, yet. I need a little bit more money. So. I would like love to though. get to that right. place where... I'm happy regardless. I'm unconditionally happy. Mm-hmm. So I think I got into a place where I found like what unconditional love is, but I have not found unconditional happiness. Like if if my money's not right, everything else becomes exacerbated. So oh. your money is gonna fuck with your Regularly. relationship. Regularly, I, I, so, I don't think it's so a good thing. Though. If my money's not good, anything that is not good becomes bigger. Not that okay. if something is good, I'm going to make it bad. If if my money is not good and other things are not good. Mm-hmm. But you know, they do say, you know, finances is like the root of. Like, all evil. All, no, like all broken up relationships. Okay. Like. So now going into like the relationship portion of it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm also a person that's very free with money. And so, like I said, after going to like grad school, my whole outlook changed. Mm-hmm. Period. But before that, I was very free spirited. I would spend money on whatever I want because I used to think just like Abdul, like I'ma just spend whatever I want. I'm not gonna be yeah. here all the time. I want to go travel today. Ooh, I'm gonna... I don't do that. But... No, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying like you don't do that. But like that was the outlook I had on money. Like I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, so I'm not gonna stress myself out yeah. over right, money. Right, like right, I'ma right. just do what makes me happy because yeah. I want to be happy. And I've mm-hmm. thankfully had a lot of experience from that. But I've also had some downfalls in retrospect because a lot of money I didn't save it. Like. Because mm-hmm. I didn't have knowledge of money. Yeah. And so now I finally got into a place where I'm gaining knowledge of money. And um, as far as money and relationships, friendships, relationships with my family and relationships with a man, I'm not, I'm not super like stringent on money. Mm-hmm. My, my style follows the person's. So mm-hmm. if you're somebody that like, I'll borrow money from you. You're like counting down the cents that mm-hmm. I owe you. Or if you're somebody I don't feel comfortable with, then I'm always like, 
I'm just somebody. My mother always taught me like pay people back. I get paid. That's the first thing I do. If I owe somebody money, you're getting your money back right away. Because my whole life is totally about character. Speak on it. (laughs) My life is really about character and I don't like shaky ass characters. I don't like people people having to ask you about stuff that shit is corny. You didn't forget. You know. Mm. I don't have time. I don't like stuff like that. So I'm very particular with asking people for stuff, but I'm also very giving. I'm not comfortable with asking for money, period. Right. I've just never, I've never been so even when it comes down to paying my bills, like I pay it sometimes way too early mm-hmm. because like this white girl told me, <laughs> you it's better for you to be broke than your bills not be paid because when your bills aren't paid, your credit is fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I have really good credit. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, me too. I don't play with my bills. It's very important. But old people be trying it though. You said old people? Old people? Owen. Oh, Owen. sorry. I don't have any old people in my Owen life people, like yeah, that. Yeah. I've never had any like elderly people in my life. Oh, well. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't like Owen people, though. Mm-hmm. Owen, not old people. Me either. I, I but what can't. were you going to say about the whole, the money thing? Um, as far as relationships? Oh, and- yeah. Like, about how do you feel about it? Um, well, again, just off of what um, Shova was saying, like, I don't want to be like Julius from... From um, everybody hates Chris. Like that dude, like counts everything. He's annoying. With this it. is like three cents worth of. You better eat that water. Five cents yeah, of like, dog. I don't want to be like that. And yeah. funny thing, sometimes it's okay to be like that. That's when you're like trying to plan for something, yeah. or you're looking to buy something mm-hmm. big. You mm-hmm. know, that's fine. But I don't want to live like that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, because again, money can be the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. Like people kill people for money mm-hmm. every day, every, every single day. day. That's the first thing that shows me people's character. Right. Yes. Right. How are you with money with right. me? That's right. the first thing that lets me know how do I like how do I feel about how close you're about to be mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. That is the tell all. That is the tell all. That is the tell all for me. And mm-hmm. I just try to be somebody that like people can trust with money, mm-hmm. that people can come to and feel comfortable asking for stuff. Like I'm it's just something that's very important to me because Money's not a big thing for me. Now, again, back to the relationship thing. I want somebody who aspires to pay for everything for me. I don't want them to pay for everything for me. (laughs) I want to help them. I want to split everything with them. Mm -hmm. But I want somebody that aspires to create a life for me. Mm -hmm. I do. I want somebody that wants to work so hard that they don't want me to work. But I will work and I will help them. And I want you to want that for me because you know that I'm going to hold you down. You know I won't take advantage of that. That's not like, okay, that's not like, that's that's not a lot of men. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't, I don't want a man that wants us to split everything. Who the hell are you? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want that. But when it comes down to the home, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind doing it. I will do it because I will never take advantage of nobody. But I don't want you in your head to want that. It's kind of like a courtesy thing. So like, I don't want you, like you in your head, like I I should, if I love you, I shouldn't take advantage of you. Mm -hmm. If I love you so much, I should never let you get, like if you would take a bullet for me, I should make sure you never ever be in a position where you're going to get shot, right? Mm -hmm. So if I love you so much, I should never put you in a position where you're paying for everything. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't fuck with me because you should know what kind of character I have and whether I would do that to you or not. Right. And so, because you know that I wouldn't do that to you or not, you should carry yourself in a way that I'm going to hold you take down. Care of most I want to take okay. care of you. Oh, okay. I, but I, I would never that. make you take care of me. Right. But I want you yeah. to want that. I want mm-hmm. that to be, I want you to want to work that hard. You can make $30,000 and I can make $150,000. Mm-hmm. But I want you to want that. And then we'll build it together. I feel like because he's gotten a career before me and like finished school before me that I want to be able to take care of him Mm -hmm. because he's taking care of me. But there's so many ways that you can take care of them without money. Mm -hmm. And she does that. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, I don't necessarily like put like pressure or maybe a little bit sometimes. And that's more so just about school. Like as far as like taking care of me, that's natural. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be able to take care of me or a female take care of a dude. You don't need money to do that. Like if you could take care of oh um, did you eat today? How you feeling? Putting them in a good mood. All of those all of those things is taking care of a person. It doesn't even have to be about money. Now with the money, if you got a dude who is taking care of you financially, that's amazing. And that's what I, I feel like all men should strive for. You want to be able to take care of a female or your girl for the most part. And then whatever responsibilities are left, 
then she can have. But yeah. as long as she has you happy and she's holding you down, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Aww. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, top you know, five, top five. Right? Top five. <laughs> so, you know, we can't end, you know, talk, you know, have this episode without talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. So, I got a question today on Snapchat. And this... <laughs> <laughs> Why are you being so dramatic? Because it's, it's about magic. to be crazy. It's kind of, it's kind of, you know. I don't know nothing about it. I don't know if you know anything about it. Anyway, she wants to do anal, but her man doesn't. What should she do? Lodge. She needs to purchase a dildo. That's a little. Basically, I mean, guys, you know what? She wants to. She wants to try something new sexually, which is anal, and he's like, nah, hell no. What should she do? I- in terms of. Is it something that she just now brought up? Yes. And do we know if his personality is like... No. I don't know. She said he's like, no about it though. I think you could change anybody's mind on anything. You just have to proceed. I'm telling you. you I strongly believe it. (laughs) I I strongly believe that you can. I strongly believe that you can. Um, No, that's a little different though. Because no. some guys, some guys. How long have they been together? I don't know. She didn't tell me. She just. She All just, these things are pertinent. The thing about it, I don't think, because some men have a connotation behind it. But if they you, think they think of anal, they think about gay sex. Yeah. Yeah, but some men don't think about that. They just don't want to try it. Like that, that, and whatever it is. I feel like when you get to a place in your relationship where. Your satisfaction comes out of pleasing your partner and it becomes something that is really like, yo, I really want to do this. Yeah, but and like it's anal. Yeah, but if you <laughs> Yeah, it's anal, but I really feel like there's room in every relationship to have the utmost comfortability that like I can share this thing with you. And whether it's like I feel like it's nasty, I feel like it's gay, I am not interested in it. You will try it for that person if you guys are at like this level of comfortability that allows you to not feel judged. Okay, so what okay. if what if what if then he decides to try it and then after he's like, "Yo, I don't, don't, don't like want to do this," but at least but at least he tries it for her because okay. the issue right now is that he won't even try it with her because she might try it and not like it herself. Yeah, that's true. But well, he girl, might try it and like it. The answer is you answer that girl because I answer it you more, you wait more what's the question exactly again what should she do she, what should she do but I would need way more information about like what, what but from where, the information you do have what would you tell her you gotta make that man comfortable you, you gotta like, make that well, man comfortable and you have to warm him up I mean cause it, it wouldn't really hurt him it would more so hurt, hurt her yeah but <laughs> but yeah, yeah I think she also yeah, needs yeah, to yeah, find yeah, out yeah. why he doesn't want to do it yeah that's the biggest thing that's find what's out his, why what's his reason uh, right like how long have they been together cause I feel like a man would be more open to anal than a female not a man getting it but yeah yeah yeah, yeah doing it yeah 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 right yeah the funny thing is this whole time I'm thinking like I'm thinking of it being done to him not necessarily no, no. Oh. with insertion of like a penis or anything. But oh, like because of where she playing put with the him. answer. No, I what just my brain just instantly oh, went there because it's yeah. just like a conversation that I've had before. But well, I guess these I are- think if you make a person comfortable, they'll be willing to try anything with you, yeah. and it's not gonna happen overnight. It could take years. It could take yeah. yeah. It could take years. But I think anal comes with. Uh- you gotta be sure that that person is gonna be there and not be like because you're talking to somebody yeah, else. That like, he let me ass. do blah blah blah. Yeah. Like you can't, yeah. you know, you have to. No you have to be speaking to, to someone that yeah. You gotta be speaking to somebody yeah. that you know they're not gonna tell or like give up. I mean, your but identity. even even telling people like, what does it matter? Like, anal is a part of sex. Like, I don't everybody's it's not, not a big deal. Like open talking to about it. it. But if you're a it's man, just like, it was just like how giving head wasn't a thing to talk about. Like, no one used to talk about giving head. Right, that's what I'm saying. But okay. that's where anal is right now. It's only open to certain people that are okay about it. It's okay to eat a girl's butt now. That's but it's the, not exactly... Wow, the, it, yeah. It's okay right, to right. talk about it and be okay about I, it. I like living in the rock, man. <laughs> Yo, babe, do you know that people literally, like, boast about eating ass? Yeah, it's a thing now. Good thing I don't know about that. I'm really not <laughs> crazy about the butt stuff because, yeah, like, it but, seems but, like but more pain than anything to yeah. me. But, like, for people that are interested in that, Good like, luck. I feel like it's more pleasure for the man, honestly. Eating ass? No. Entry of ass. Oh, yeah. They got the yeah, prostate yeah, yeah. thing going on. That's weird. That's true. Cause it's more pleasurable for them. Because you guys can actually come out of your ass. Yeah. Like, you can. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't have no comments. Your face. 
no comment. No, but seriously, you see like that. Like you can't even have a conversation. I'm turning off my ears. But it's just just another part of the body. Guys, but they like, oh my god, like what the but it depends. Once you get comfortable, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you get people comfortable, they'll do things they would have never did. I'm telling you. Have enough conversations about it. But some men will be will stand firm on their their code. Like if they don't want to do something, nope. nah, nope. they won't do Not it. Not with the right girl behind the right doors. Nope. Nah, I, don't I don't know. believe it. I, don't know I think that. I think I think for women and men, if you run into the right person that brings anything out of you, they will bring it out of you. Things that you didn't even know were hmm. in you. I think that of everybody. I think that you I think I I'm, I'm, I believe it. I'm sorry. I just I gotta, I gotta men are too headstrong. I, I think women are not. Well, women are just a little bit more open to. Doing I think we accept that they're headstrong, so we're just like, okay, I'll accommodate. But if you're really on accommodate, y'all be trying to change. How is that changing? It's not changing. That is changing. It's bringing something out that you didn't even know. It's bringing something out that you didn't even know. Not saying no, but I'm saying you can be conservative. Like not you, but men. I feel like men are a little bit more conservative than women are. Women are, are a little bit more like, yeah, with themselves. Like, I'm ready to explore. Explore. Men because women like, can. Nah. There's a taboo on men. Like, women can be gay and explore, and it's okay. Like, yeah. it's not a. I think we're more attached to our sexuality. More, right. Men, it's more sure. acceptable. Men cannot do that. So, yeah. you know, there's a there's a perception that they give the world, and then there's a perception and, that and they again, give the world. And again, a man, a, man, a man is good with pussy and head, getting head. That's it. Like, that's it. That's all a man needs. They don't need that. That's your else. opinion. Yeah. I guess that is my opinion. That's what you're good with. And I'm super okay, so good for with instance, that. you're good because you haven't explored other realms. Because then it could be like a man that's only ever had sex, never had head. Then he get head from the person that gives the best head in the world. He's like, then oh you don't even want to have sex no more yeah, like that. Right. Like, like it becomes the better thing. Like you have head. no yeah, idea yeah. until you've experienced everything yeah. everywhere. Like. Yeah. I've, there have been things that I've, I there was a point where I thought that I would never come in my life because niggas just wasn't doing it like right. and then you <laughs> learn <laughs> yeah get back to your seat <laughs> but then but then you discover that it's possible <laughs> disclaimer we're good we're that's, that's but then you discover that it's possible <laughs> and you will not accept nobody that can't do it from there on Thank so it's you. like you just level up in life Word. period with everything like you accept certain things when you only know this and yeah. as you start to learn and know more then you want that more if it's something that you like if you can't you can't knock and anything that you've never remember, tried you have to continue to get to know a woman's body because yes change, change. So not even much. only change but there are certain things that you never unlock Word. like Women's bodies are very intricate, right. very complicated. So, so, so maze. It's a lot. All right. Any last words, guys? This was fun. Definitely had a good this time. This was dope. This <laughs> Disclaimer, was so guys, dope. we're good in that department. It'd be a mad <laughs> fake talking about just winging it. I'm not she know what she yeah, doing over I'm here with this lit ass podcast. Yeah. Man. Listen, like, let me tell you guys something. I literally do not know half of the topics we're going to talk about <laughs> until I listen to music or I'm on Snapchat or I'm on Instagram like well you're snapping your Instagram popping I probably got like 30 followers on Snapchat and I'm about to delete it again I got enough on the gram though <laughs> but I keep it very professional now mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. guys thank you for being on this podcast it's been an absolute pleasure it's been amazing definitely, definitely. thank you a thank you guys pleasure. And I want you guys back uh, really soon. I would love to. <laughs> I'm about to go get this waist bead plug, though. Oh, yes. It's <laughs> my plug. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Toodaloo. Holla.